Lee. Welcome back to the podcast. We've got December Dailies, episode 7 today. A bit of a deep dive into the aged care system as we approach the Christmas, New Year, holiday type of period. It's a very busy time for people looking at moving loved ones into aged care. We're all catching up with friends and family this time of year, particularly more so now, given the year we've had with the COVID isolations. It's only natural we start to notice changes in those around us and uh, that often means people transitioning into aged care. So thought I would share a little bit about how the system works, three areas in which fees are charged, how they all um, work together and uh, some basics that you might want to be aware of just in case you are having to deal with this at the moment. Uh, you know where to find me if you have any questions but I hope you join uh, enjoy um, this episode. Hello, good afternoon. Welcome back. Uh, my name's James Wrigley. Welcome back to December Daily, episode seven uh, today. Uh, I wasn't sure when I would uh, have the opportunity to jump on live today at a, a few client meetings and other bits and pieces that I need to deal with, uh, get through today. So I wasn't sure when I jump on. So I didn't uh, give anyone any warning about when I was going to be here or what I was going to talk about. Um, in terms of topic, uh, again, I, I wasn't I wasn't terribly sure what I was going to talk about in terms of topic either. Um, so if you are out there, uh, give us a, 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 a hello, you know, drop a like, a comment, uh, something in there would be good to know who's there and, and, and who's out there. Uh, quite a I had quite a quite a really positive response to yesterday's um, live session. Uh, when I looked at Centrelink benefits, um, probably a bit more than what I expected. Uh, I mean, great to have you along again. Uh, it's good to have your company and, and joining me. Yeah, so so quite a quite a positive response to yesterday's um, live. A few messages afterwards, uh, and uh, which which kind of caught me a bit off guard. As I said yesterday, it's probably not a topic that was terribly relevant to uh, to people that might be watching live. Certainly, my um, my connections on LinkedIn is not terribly relevant to a whole lot of them, but potentially their parents. Uh, so I was tossing up whether to do a bit of a deep dive into the age pension system, which I might do uh, at some point in, well, which I will do at some point in an upcoming uh, live uh, session. But today I wanted to um, jump on and, and talk about aged care. So I was tossing up between aged pension and aged care. Uh, just in this last 24 hours since my last live, I've had a couple of inquiries uh, from, from clients within First Financial, not clients of mine, uh, clients of other advisors about aged care. And so I thought uh, I would jump on and talk about that, given that um, you know, it's a bit fresh for me and, 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 and relevant. Um, as we head into that kind of Christmas New Year period, uh, it's often actually referred to... Uh, 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 you know, rightly or wrongly, it's often referred to as aged care season. Uh, if you think about what happens in most families, most households, uh, uh, whether, you know, you celebrate Christmas or not, but certainly this time of year uh, is, is a lot of people coming together. So, you know, seeing friends and family, parents, those kind of things, uh, catching up with them that you may not have caught up with them in, in a little while, certainly this year. Uh, with the distance that's had between all of us, um, you know, there's a lot of um, reconnecting going on at the moment. Uh, so often this time of year is characterised by people catching up with, you know, friends, family, loved ones, 
Uh, and when it comes to their family, you know, quite often parents, uh, you get um, you get the kids starting to say, oh, look, you know, I mean, a mum and dad, they don't seem quite so great anymore. Uh, they, um, you know, something's happened to them. You know, they've been slowly going downhill. But, uh, you know, when, when you catch up over Christmas, you kind of quickly realise that maybe there's something that's not not quite not quite great with mum and dad and maybe now's the time for them to move on from wherever they might be living into some type of uh, aged care arrangement so it is a very busy time for aged care homes right now in melbourne they've well and truly got a bad rap uh, a, a number of them with dealing with COVID, and kind of park that to the side for the minute uh, but it is a bu busy time for them so i thought it may be of use Again, this is probably unlikely to be terribly relevant to, you know, directly to anyone that might be watching this live or catching the replay afterwards. Uh, but possibly your parents uh, is where this might be a little bit more relevant. So I just wanted to have a uh, a bit of a chat about how the, uh, the aged care system works to give you a bit of background uh, so that you know a little bit just in case there is someone in your family that uh, that you're having to deal with this in the next little while. Um, Graham, great to have you uh, jump on as well. Yeah, you know, yesterday was a, was a great session with with you and a, and a couple of others. You know, asking a few questions. It was it was really interactive. So um, glad to have you with me again today. Uh, so the the aged care system. So um, this because uh, you know, it's it's called aged care, but it actually has nothing to do with someone's age. Uh, it, it, it you have to go along and get an assessment done. Uh, to determine how you know, how able you are to live on your own, um, and if off the back of that you um, are deemed um, needing enough care, you you get kind of your ticket, your entry ticket to to be able to go into aged care. So as I said, it has nothing to do with age. Unfortunately, there are some very young people in Australia that have qualified and then needing that that the level of care that that comes with an aged care facility. But certainly, by and large, uh, it, it's elderly people moving into these types of places. So you need to go along first off and have an assessment done. Um, and if you are deemed needing enough care, you, you, you're allowed to go into one of these places. Uh, there are other levels of care before you actually go into residential care. I won't go into those, but you know, one, two, three, and four, um, you, uh, you can get some home assistance around the home and government supported assistance around the home. Lawrence, look, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, you know, possibly you, you wouldn't wish it upon anyone, um, but you know, um, you know, events happen and uh, you know, car accidents and other bits and pieces happen, and and, and uh, you can end up with young people needing to go into care, needing the type of care, the twenty-four hour round the day care that uh, that is offered by aged care facilities. So, unfortunately, yes, there are a few young people uh, in these types of places, but by and large, it is it is um, it is for the elderly. So you've got your, got your, um, you know, you've qualified. I guess you had had your assessment done, and and you can go off, and and you can go into one of these places. What I wanted to get into today was um, the ways in which the different fees are charged. So it is it is often seen as quite a costly exercise to go into aged care, but you need to remember that if someone's you know, practically giving up work, living on their own. So they're you know, for int all intents and purposes buying a house or a room. Uh, to live in and then they're paying for round-the-clock care all of their meals all of their washing and all of those bits and pieces uh, so so someone's out-of-pocket expenses are often likely to be to be quite small after they're paid for their care so you have first off you have the cost of the room so it's broken up into three three parts you have um, your the cost of your 
your, your, your room, your residence, uh, you have the cost of your care, uh, and then the third piece is what, what's referred to as extra services. You know, ordinarily, if I was in, the, in an office drawing this, I'm going to draw a bit of a diagram up on the board. So looking at your room, all of these facilities have to advertise the cost of their room on a particular uh, central government website. Uh, it, it's listed there. Uh, at the moment, you know, the, the most recent uh, person that I helped you know, transition into aged care, we were able to negotiate their room rate. And so we got a bit of a discount on that from what was advertised. Um, but nevertheless, there's an advertised rate which you pay for the room. Now, that could be three, four, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000. I've seen some that are million dollars plus. So depending on where it is, the type of facility that they have, those kind of things, the, the price of these rooms can, can vary wildly. But, but even at the cheaper end, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. At the upper end, it goes in excess of a million dollars. So you have... Um, you can you can um, you you pay for for your room. So you can either do that via a, a lump sum up a lump front lump sum upfront payment. A bit of a tongue twister. Lump sum upfront payment you can make. So if you've got you know the five hundred thousand dollars for example, if you've got that available, you can make a lump sum payment towards the cost of your room, and then you have no no further ongoing cost towards your room if it was a five hundred thousand dollar room. Uh, the other alternative is that you can pay the interest owing. Uh, on the on the outstanding uh, amount, so the interest um, rate that you pay is struck and is fixed at the time someone enters into care. So instead of paying the five hundred thousand upfront, as in that example, they they decided to pay the interest on the five hundred thousand dollars instead. Um, for the moment, that interest rate is uh, is four point one percent, and that's locked in for the life of the resident in there, unless they move facility, then it gets recalculated. <laughs> yeah, million dollars. Um, yeah, in in and around some of the uh, the leafier suburbs of Melbourne, uh, there are many, uh, you know, eight hundred, nine hundred million dollar rooms around. So um, it's often you know, the people that are going into those places are often selling a house that's worth a couple of million dollars in the first place. So finding the million dollars if they're selling the house to go in there isn't the struggle. But it's a lot of money, of course. Um, so if you don't pay the lump sum up front, you pay the interest instead on 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 the lump sum. Uh, you pay that interest for as long as you're there. So you, you know that that, that that bill just keeps going on and on. Uh, and then you can have some combination of the both. So you either pay you know, you know a part lump sum, part interest, full lump sum, no interest, and, and, and any combination of that that you like. Importantly, if you start off on paying interest only you can then at some point in the future revert to actually paying a lump sum and then that and then your interest is, is gone so you've got the cost of the room in a lot of cases it's hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, if it, it can be a challenge if you're talking about a couple and only one member of the couple needs to go into care the other person staying in the in what was the family home uh, it can be a challenge unless there's a lot of other money elsewhere to, to pay for that so you, you, you pay for your room next piece is you pay for the cost of care. Now, the cost of care um, starts at, so everyone, regardless of how much money someone has, whether they have a whole lot of money on, or, or none at all, uh, everyone at the moment, anyone entering into care, um, will pay $52.25. I'm just looking over here to get the current rate. $52.25 per day, and that, that rate um, is indexed up over time as as the age pension is indexed up. It's a fraction of the age pension, but you pay fifty two dollars twenty five a day in what's called the basic daily fee, and everyone pays that regardless of how much money you've got. As I said, 
then oh, then on top of that over and above there's something that's called the means tested fee uh, and and as the as the name suggests and it, you know, it doesn't take a genius to work it out the means tested fee you know equates to the more means you have the more you are asked to pay towards the cost of your care so at that uh, where, where someone's paying as no means tested fee, uh, their, their care is heavily subsidised by the government. They pay the $52, but the rest of their care is heavily subsidised by the government. Uh, but the more means that someone has, the more they are asked to contribute towards their own cost of care. Uh, importantly, that means tested fee doesn't go on forever. So if, if someone entering care has millions of dollars, uh, they'll be asked to pay a pretty hefty means tested fee uh, but it has an annual cap, an annual cap of just a fraction over $28,000. Uh, and then there's also a lifetime cap. So that, that annual cap will be hit. Uh, it works out to about two and a half years. You pay you, you pay that that um, that lifetime cap for up to about two and a half years if you've got a lot of money and you're, and you're, and you're maxing out the annual cap uh, until you've paid about $67,500 on the current rates towards uh, the lifetime cap, and then that stops. So once someone's paid... They're $67,000 towards the means testing that stops altogether. They're back to just paying the $52.25 a day. But importantly, that $52.25 a day is paid the whole way through. So for someone with a whole lot of money that's really up there in that means testing, they're paying the $52 a day plus their daily equivalent of $28,000 a, uh, a year as well. So we're talking some, some pretty decent numbers uh, for their cost of care. Now, the means testing, uh, as you can probably imagine, they look at someone's asset position. So how much have you got in the bank, you know, super, all these other bits and pieces. They look at your assets. There's a bit of a, it's an incredibly convoluted calculation they use, but they look at your assets and they look at your income. And the two are actually added together, the particular calculations they use. Add your income, add uh, your, your asset as together, goes into the calculator, spits out what, what your means tested fee is. So you've got the cost of the room, which is the first piece that I just explored. That buys you the right to occupy there you know, for the remainder of your years, really, is, is, is often the case. They can't kick you out if you run out of money, you're, you're there. You've got a permanent space. Then there's the means-tested fee uh, or the daily fee and the means-tested fee, which pays for your ongoing care. Everyone pays the 52.25 a day, and then it goes up from there depending on someone's means, their assets, uh, as, as they move into care. Uh, then the third piece is what, what's referred to as extra services. So you know, some facilities charge this and some don't, uh, but it's things like you know, a glass of wine with dinner, Foxtel in the room, maybe internet, you know, all, all these bits and pieces. That's really the one area where each each aged care facility can make it up themselves. Uh, so these, these costs vary. It could be $5 a day, $10 a day. The, uh, the last client that I helped transition into aged care that I was talking about at the start of this chat, we managed to negotiate down their um, the cost of their room, so we got that down. Uh, and because they were actually quite empty at the time, we're talking just kind of coming out of that COVID period, uh, the daily fee that was at $10 a day, they agreed to waive that. Uh, and so that again, that, that's negotiable. Uh, but it can be $5 a day, $10 a day, $20 a day, $30 a day. It does vary depending on where you're going. And Mina, to your you know your question about the one million dollars, often when you're going into somewhere that you're paying a million dollars, they've often got a, quite a hefty extra services fee that they tack on as well. So it's something to, you need to be mindful of. 
because again, that's something that has to be paid each day and, and it goes on forever. So we can very quickly end up in tens of thousands of dollars worth of extra services fees also. Um, so they're, they're the three areas in which fees are charged and how they kind of work. Uh, that's a bit of an intro into aged care. There are a whole bunch of strategies off the back end of that about how do you manage someone and how do you best structure their affairs when they do move into care. Are you better to pay it up front? Are you better to pay the interest and, you know, or, or some combination of both? Are you better to sell the house? Are you better to rent the house? So it does vary. Each individual's circumstances vary. Uh, and I guess that's where we get involved in providing the advice. Uh, so anyone that's still with me now, uh, you might be thinking that uh, you know the advice that I provide jumps around all over the place. I put out some videos not that long ago about you know, money tips in your 30s and your 40s. And now we're talking about aged care advice. So I, and I've spoken about this plenty of times before, I haven't gone down the route of really narrowing down uh, the advice that I provide. A lot of work that I do is actually across multi-generations of the one family. Uh, and so, you know, being able to help with the aged care piece at one end and the 30-year-olds at the other and, and, and the people in between, uh, I actually get a lot of enjoyment out of that and working with the whole family unit. And uh, hence, that's where uh, that's where I'm... Um, you know that, that's where I'm at, and and then kind of jumping around all over the place with these, with these different um, different uh, pieces of advice that, that I work in. Uh, I mean, is this why robot servants to be the things that I can stay at home? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was talking to a client yesterday. It's got one of those robot vacuum cleaners that's doing their house, and they're absolutely loving that. I'm sure the the robot help isn't too far away. Uh, yeah, Sheena, thank you for jumping on there. A great explanation of the cost. Dealing with Centrelink to get the assessment correct can also be add to the burden. So much value and advice to get the client. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the now the I guess the the process that we follow and you know you know others follow a very similar process. Um, we do a piece of advice at, at at the start where we say you know looking circumstances look like this. You want to go to some you know a, a, a place a residence that's charging these types of fees, how best do you structure your affairs so that um, you can minimise the fees and make it all affordable and all of those kind of things. There's a, there's a trade-off between making it affordable and running out of money and a whole bunch of different competing interests there. So we work through that uh, advice piece. And then on the back end, as, uh, as Sheena's pointing out here, uh, dealing with Centrelink. So there's a, there's a whole host of paperwork that needs to be lodged with Centrelink quite often it all gets messed up and they're double counting houses and assets and and, and it's a and it's a big mess so part of the the work that we do is actually helping clients on the back end once they've actually moved into somewhere um, to work through the, uh, the paperwork the centrelink paperwork that goes with it all um, yeah so that's i guess that's everything for me today i uh yeah it was just a couple of conversations uh, around aged care given the time of year i thought it may be of rele relevance to a few of you out there that are either watching this live or uh, or catching it on the replay i'm going to wrap up shortly so if anyone's got any uh, questions or comments by all means jump in and uh, and share those now but i'll uh, i'll be back again uh, for another live tomorrow tomorrow i'm going into the office so i'm still sitting at the moment in my son's bedroom i will be in the office tomorrow so i'll jump on live at some point then again i've got a few meetings and bits and pieces all over the place so i'll try to give you some warning for anyone that might be interested in, in catching it live uh, try to give you some warning of the topic and when but otherwise if not i'll um 
yeah, I'll just jump on as I have. If anyone's there and join, can join, great. If they can't, well, the uh, the replay will be there. Mina, thank you for uh, yeah for, for jumping on. Glad you found that of interest. And, and as I said at the start, it's probably not terribly relevant for you as an individual. Like, you know, you're uh, probably a fair way off from needing to go into aged care, but it is something that may be relevant for you know family and and, and others uh, that you may know. So, a bit of background there. Um, that's it for me today. Enjoy your Wednesday and, uh, yeah, I'll jump on tomorrow for December Daily number eight. See you there. Bye.